Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. Am I being particularly whispery at the moment? That's because it's nighttime. The whole world is asleep. And only I am awake. That's not true. <laughs> it's far from true. There's literally someone else in the other room watching TV. And I came into the kitchen because it's a bit quieter in here. But what can we learn from nighttime? What lessons does it have to teach us with its darkness and its being cooler than the daytime and its uh, danger? Nighttime is dangerous. Maybe someone will uh, get you in the night unless you're careful. So here's the lessons of nighttime. It's dark, so the lesson is bring a torch or a candle and a match. It is quiet, so bring um, a boombox. Do people still use that word? Is that an appropriate word for a device that plays music? Maybe you can blast out some uh, hot summer beats, some number one jams, and while holding your candle. Maybe you can have a procession of people wearing white robes, uh, kind of like monks, and going up a long, thin mountain path, and someone's blasting a number one jam, and everyone's holding up their candle. Maybe you can do that. Um, Harry Styles, the watermelon song. That's not what it's called. Watermelon Jelly, Watermelon Sugar. Is that the name of his song? That was a number one jam. Was that a number one jam? I think it might have been. Watermelon Sugar. I've got watermelon sugar in my watermelon, watermelon sugar. It's in my watermelon. That That's, um, uh, I, I don't think there's any risk that he might sue me for my attempt at singing his song, but not really knowing it very well. Um, so the monks are listening to Watermelon Sugar. They each have a candle. Th those two of the three lessons of the night. It's dark, it's quiet. The third thing is it's dangerous. So what's the lesson there? Be one of a large number of monks in a group. And you're maybe one of those monks that has a martial art under your belt. Maybe your belt is a martial art associated belt and you can uh, fend off attackers. Maybe you can hit them on the head with your candle. Um, or maybe you can um, just peacefully get along with them somehow. So I think that's what we have to learn from that. This is Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars is an audio experience that uses the writings of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore mindfulness. And we're currently reading the Chessmen of Mars by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Tara of Helium is captured and she is now uh, doubly captured because they didn't know previously that she was trying to escape, but now they know because she tried and failed. Let's see what happens. Gloomy were the thoughts that filled the mind of Tara of Helium as she awaited the summons from Lud, the summons that could mean for her but one thing, semicolon, death. She guessed why he had sent for her, and she knew that she must find the means for self-destruction before the night was over. 
but she clung to hope and to life. She would not give up until there was no other way. She startled Gek once by exclaiming aloud, almost fiercely, I still live. What do you mean? asked the Caldene. I mean just what I say, she replied. I still live, and while I live, I may still find a way. Death. Dead, there is no hope. Find a way to what? he asked. To life, and liberty, and mine own people, she responded. None who enters Bantum ever leaves, he droned. She did not reply, and after a time he spoke again. Sing to me, he said. It was while she was singing, Inside the watermelon, you can spit out the seeds, or you can eat the seeds. Either way, it's okay. Don't worry about eating the seeds. I don't think they're bad for you. Maybe they even have some nutrients. It's a watermelon, and it's okay to eat it. It was while she was singing that four warriors came to take her to Lud. They told Gek that he was to remain where he was. Why? asked Gek. Oh, okay, so here's a new voice. We haven't had a new voice in a while. Um, let's think about what, who's in the news these days. <laughs> and I can um, take on one of their voices, like The Pretender in the TV show The Pretender. Um, Boris Johnson. There's one. Okay. Boris has been... Uh, um, it's in the process of being um, ousted as the leader of um, the, the Tory party and, and the country of the UK. is the country that he's the Prime Minister of. do you have displeased Lud, replied one of the warriors. How? demanded Gek. You have demonstrated a lack of uncontaminated reasoning power. You may think that I sound more like Admiral Akbar from Star Wars than Boris Johnson. And, well, maybe I don't sound like either. You have permitted sentiment to influence you, thus demonstrating that you are defective. You know the fate of defectives. I know the fate of defectives. But I am no defective, insisted Gek. You permitted the strange noises which issued from her throat to please and soothe you, knowing well that their origin and purpose had nothing to do with logic or the powers of reason. This in itself constitutes an unimpeachable in oh wow this is a very long speech an unimpeachable indictment of weakness then influenced doubtless by an illogical feeling of sentiment you permitted her 
to walk abroad in the fields to a place where she was almost able to make an attempt to escape your own reasoning power were it not defective would convince you that you are unfit the natural and reasonable consequence is destruction therefore you will be destroyed in such a way that the example will be beneficial to all other Calvanes of the swarm of blood. In the meantime, you will remain where you are. You are right, said Gek. I will remain here until Lud sees fit to destroy me in the most reasonable manner. And after that episode of things happening vocally, let's take a breath. <laughs>